my dad was a boxer. My cousins, uh, just a lot of my family members were. And so at the age of five, my dad handed me my first boxing gloves. Um, and I would spar, you know, at the age of five, I remember sparring some of my cousins and brothers. And uh, that's kind of how it started. But I remember at the age of seven, I think it was, around seven, my, my dad had rented a um, Bruce Lee movie and a Jackie Chan movie. And one was Sophista Fury, which was a Bruce Lee movie, and the Jackie Chan movie was uh, Drunken Master. And that got me, like, I was so fascinated by what was happening. You know, they were able to use their uh, bodies, their legs, their, you know, elbows, their head, like everything to just look so coordinated. And being a 70-year-old, it just blew my mind. And then by the age of 12, um, I was able to start uh, Wing Chun, which um, was my first martial arts. Uh, it was also the same art, you know, as an art that Bruce Lee did as well, of course, among others. Uh, you know, I, I, I was a milk boy delivering milk at the age, uh, at 12, I believe, back home in New Zealand. And that's how I was able to pay for, you know, my lessons and whatnot. But every time I got into a street fight, and I'm not recommending that for anybody, as a youngster and being a, a boy, you know, you run into these things. And so every time I got into a street fight, I, I, um, I was always fighting like a kickboxer. And so I wanted to try something different. So I, I switched over to Muay Thai. Not saying that, I mean, Wing Chun is amazing. But, um, you know, there's certain styles that uh, suits the cage and the ring. And I never really wanted to fight. Like for me... Fighting was um, like in the ring. I didn't think I was good enough to do that. And then I think at the age of 18, um, we were at a weigh-in where one of my teammates uh, couldn't fight due to a doctor diagnosing him with, I believe he had a bad case of asthma. And so he wasn't able to, to fight and the doctor didn't clear him. And um, this guy who, you know, was a, a, a big heavyweight um, challenged me to a fight. And that's how that came about. And so in some sense, um, you know, I got to thank him for, for getting me into to really kind of realize what my calling was. And my calling, I, and I truly believe that martial arts is where I was meant to be. I wanted to know, is there one fight that stands out for you or that you can remember? <laughs> um, I mean... Most fights in K1, I remember every single battle I had because that's what they were. Um, but the one fight that it doesn't matter where I travel the world, whether it's I'm in Russia or I'm in France or I'm in Italy, it doesn't matter, or in Brazil, it doesn't matter where I go. Everybody talks about the Mark Hunt fight, uh, who's another, you know, uh, Samoan brother. Maybe because it was the way that, these two crazy Samoans battled it out like it was just a matter of, okay, let's do it. Um, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, one, that's the one fight that everybody talks about. You've been in the scene for a long time, and I wanted to talk about kind of that transition from fighting to being on the other side of the ring, being a promoter, being the founder of PFL. What was that like for you? Was that a hard transition? No, it wasn't. Uh, funny enough, I, I had always been a, a leader in what I did, in what I, what I do in life. Um, and so I felt like, you know, going into that and starting that. Now, don't get me wrong. I learned, I've had to learn so much about the executive side and how to behave, how to speak. Because, you know, 
<laughs> when 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 you're typical Samoan that um that speaks his mind, uh, you I didn't really think about other things and how to approach people and how to speak to people because you know I'm a straight out fighter and when that mentality is when something goes wrong you know you'll fight for it uh so i had to learn all these small things here and there uh that and said um i thank my team um that's been an amazing team that's also uh had a lot of uh input into how to evolve as a as a uh, a leader or as a business person um to be able to uh, continue to move forward now i have been asked the question you know do i miss it um, uh, no, I don't. I, I, the reason why I don't miss it is because number one, I'm still in the gym six days a week. I still spar three days a week. I coach as well, but I also, uh, myself and my partners run a business, run a company that's mixed martial arts. And so, uh, I'm still in it. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start my own, uh, fight league was because I didn't want to be one of these guys that missed it so much that ended up coming back and fighting again where uh, once I was done, I was done. So now that being said, listen, there's there's so many things that's happening daily with the Jake Paul kind of scenario uh, with, uh, you know, Evander Holyfield. And then there was a, a Vito Balfour and uh, who happens to be one of my good friends and also a guy that, uh, that I used to coach until they moved. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of that kind of thing happening. And, and you know, I've been asked the question, would you fight Jake Paul? And I'm like, hell yeah. I mean, that is, you know, I'm in the gym every day. Uh, so uh, I think when you're when, once a fighter, always a fighter. For me, I'm 50 and I'm in the gym sparring, for example. So everything is good. Uh, all, all, you know, life is good and um, there's no complaints whatsoever. And what do you think about the explosion of UFC? Because it's become, you know, even here in New Zealand, I think quite popular. Because we're seeing Kiwis on the rise over here as well. I mean, that was definitely coming. The the explosion of MMA, uh, UFC, PFL, and all, and you know, they're they're doing well. Um, and it's so good to see the sport continuing to grow. We've seen a lot of success as well, especially with uh, Pacific fighters. I know Gina Fabian was on one of your uh, cards. I've seen her actually in the gym having a bit of a, a jam with you. Um, yeah, so what do you make of the Pacific talent coming through the ranks? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, um, there's, you know, there's quite a few uh, coming through. And, I mean, listen, fight, fighting is in our blood, you know what I mean? Um, so learning the different skills that makes a complete mixed martial artist uh, takes a while. And... Um, I think they're doing pretty well. I think Jenner is, um, you know, she's coming along really well. Uh, she's had some sitbacks in her last fight, but, you know, that's part of the game. You know, that's the only way you're going to learn. And, and, um, and of course, you've got to continue to learn and evolve as a mixed martial artist. Otherwise, uh, you're not going anywhere in the game. Is there a Pacific um, person in the fighting scene that you kind of have your eye on or you think has a really bright future ahead of them? I mean, we got a couple of Hawaiian uh, fighters. Um, there's a few Hawaiian fighters. I mean, for example, Ray Cooper, who fights for me, he's uh, he won the the world title and a million dollars in 2019 season, and so he's defending his title this year. Brad Tavares, who fights for the UFC, who's one of my uh, guys, not only a good friend but also uh, one of the guys that I coach. Uh, I mean, then you you know you look at um, Tai Tanawasa who uh, fights out of Australia, another Samoan kid. 
but anyway, the, yeah, there's a couple, there's a few out there. What would, advice would you give to young boys or girls who want to take up any mixed martial arts up as a sport? Would you encourage it? Oh, 100%. Um, listen, you know, there's a lot of people in the business that don't really see the value of what the fighters are. Um, and maybe that's why it's different for me because being a fighter, uh, I fully understand who they are, how, what they go through, who, you know, the value of who they are. And so, yeah, 100%, I would encourage that. Follow your dreams, follow your goals, set, set goals, follow your dreams. If, it, if it's to be a mixed martial artist or a boxer or a kickboxer, man, uh, follow that, you know, because, um, I mean, I'm a perfect example of what following your dream is, you know, I'm a product of that, you know. I was head down and just did the work. Now, I've seen some shady people along the way throughout my career. And, you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, everybody in this world ain't good people. You know what I mean? Um, but you still got to have faith in, in the people that are good because there's a lot of good people out there. And so any young uh, fighter, it doesn't matter what ethnicity, what, where you're from, follow your goals and dreams.